0: What's up, this is Trevor Harbaugh, you're listening to the AmSide Podcast.
1: What's up guys, welcome back to the AmSide Podcast. As always, we are your hosts Rob and Dale. Dale, why don't you tell our listeners what they've got coming up on this week's
2: show? Well, Live Disc Golf is finally back. We've just had the Las Vegas Challenge, um, which was four days of awesome disc golf. Um, FPO was fantastic for a number of reasons, but we'll get on to why it was the uh, the best the best of the bunch, really. Uh, and NPO uh, really didn't disappoint either. Uh, well, but as you know, we, we bring you the heat here at the Ampside, and this week we have got uh, Trevor Harbaugh on the show. Now, usually you guys have to wait probably up 15, 20 minutes for us to, uh, to to start waffling on, but hey, Trevor, you're here now, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I like how you <laughs> said waffle on. Waffle on,
2: that's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing things a bit differently this year. Uh, we want to get the guests involved. And we want to know what uh, the pros think about uh, what's happened on the, the pro scene uh, the last week. So Trevor's here from the start. We're going to be talking everything Las Vegas Challenge. But don't worry, all the normal segments are coming your way just at the end of the show. So make sure you slip away. stick around for them uh, when we give our predictions for uh, the more m- memorial. But hey, Rob, let's, let's crack on absolutely so one thing never changes and that's
1: any of the guests that come on the show you have to give a on the spot intro to yourself it just has to be in the world of disc golf it doesn't have to be your childhood your family your religious beliefs just about frisbees unless your religious belief of course is frisbees which you know i think for a lot of us that might be the case so trevor why don't you give our listeners just a little bit of background about who you are on that scene
0: all right man <clears throat> i'm trevor harbaugh from uh Elizabethtown, kentucky been throwing discs religiously since 1991
1: i nice. <laughs> uh, started when i was
0: seven years old i've been playing disc golf my whole life it's nothing but my life you know so um pdga board member for a year i uh have toured for probably eight to ten years and sponsored by dga and great lakes disc and upper park so it's just my life, man. So I'm here. <laughs> Excited to talk to you guys, man. Thanks for having me. I'm really pumped to, to actually finally hang out and talk with you guys.
2: That that uh, <laughs> that intro ending really did sound like he was about to go into an Eminem song. He started saying, uh, this is my own life, I guess. And I thought you was even... going into a, "So when I'm gone, but... He stopped himself, but no, not even an Eminem M&M fan.
3: <laughs> oh, god.
2: <laughs> um, but no, welcome to the Amsterdam, man. It's uh, it's, it's an honor to have you. It's one that's been What's in the luck. works for a while. I'm glad we're finally sitting down with we're chatting. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a fun show. Yeah, I can't wait,
0: man. Thanks again for having me. I'm, I'm pumped, super pumped.
2: Cool, as Dale alluded to, we're,
1: we're sort of getting our guests on and we're just talking about you know, the last few weeks of disc golf with you guys, because obviously your opinions we'd love to have. Before we get on to actual throwing of the discs, there's one thing I want to touch on very quickly. Um, now, we're not lawyers. We're not we're not educated too much in this field. However, I do want to mention Gannon Burr, because obviously it needs to be mentioned. Everyone's talking about it. Obviously, Gannon Burr announced that he was leaving Prodigy, and then that turned out to be a surprise to Prodigy. And Prodigy are now going on to... Sue so Gannon. Now, one thing what I want to touch on really isn't necessarily the the suing, the 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 court case, but really how I've noticed Prodigy handling sort of the pros, you know. I, I think um and this is just purely my reflection and, and what I've noticed. But I was talking to Dale the other day and obviously Kevin Jones has shot a fantastic round of Vegas just gone and there wasn't a lot of media. There wasn't a lot of support for the him out on tour. So, and then parallel to that, AB and Marweed, obviously when they're shooting great, their sort of respective sponsors were really shouting about it, pushing it out, absolutely loving, you know, pride and um, yeah, just talking about the players that are crushing it on, out on the course. But yeah, with Prodigy, I think they did one post about Kevin Jones after round three, yeah, and it really seemed like you know, especially a lot of the sort of, the com- sort of the communication has been about how Gannon's the guy. It really does feel like they've dropped KJ a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know what your guys' opinions are. Obviously, it takes a team to make a team. I don't think there's individuals. And I think that's definitely true on the sort of on the DGA team. Um, but yeah, that's just sort of something I've noticed. So not necessarily the case itself, but sort of almost what has come from it. The satellite sort of.
0: Findings that I've witnessed, yeah. I I mean, it is kind of odd, but they have a lot of stuff going on right now, you know. So, I mean, one thing could be they might not be posting as much about it just for the simple fact to leave the people from commenting on it and saying crazy stuff all the time, you know. So, it might be just something that's uh just putting up a small wall for everybody at the moment, but you know, like. I don't think anybody on Prodigy forgets about KJ and I don't think anybody on Prodigy forgets about Gannon Burr either, you know, they want to keep the guy. So, you know, my whole opinion on on the Gannon Burr situation is this, man is it's a contract. You both had to fulfill it, and that's that's really it, man, you know. Simple terms. That's it. I mean, like you, you know, a player can sue the company if if they if the company breaches contracts and same vice versa goes, but you know, it's just something that's unprecedented in our sport, and it's something that maybe is going to happen in the future if people don't like do their contracts like they're supposed to. So,
2: I think I think Prodigy are just doing what other companies haven't, because there's been so many people. I think not so much this year, but last year that will that will come out of their contract left, right, and center, going to different brands, and no one batted an eyelid. Um, right. So w- I think we, we said this uh, last year and uh, I think uh, Griplock mentioned it as well. You know, contract is a contract. In every every other sport, there are buyout clauses. There are length of contracts of how long you have to be at, at a company. And as, as you said, Trevor, you are right. If they aren't fulfilling what they said they were going to fulfill, then there's probable cause and we've got precedent to, to, to sue. What Gallon's saying, having read all the paperwork, is that they didn't do two things um, which weren't in his contract. They were just things that they had mentioned, you know, tongue in cheek. And I yeah. think in America verbal contracts are quite weak. Um, there is precedent in the UK for having verbal contracts. I think someone once really? said to the other person, you know, if I ever win a lottery, I'll give you a million pounds. That person then won the lottery. They didn't give them a million pounds and it turned they, they sued them and they won. They got they got the million pounds. But um, wow. I think over in America that, there is this sue this sue culture, isn't there? Everyone sues everyone, you know. You,
0: yeah, ever since you, the lady like dropped that hot coffee exactly. on her uh, lap, you know, that's kind of like, that's what. Yes, yeah. kind of like culture now a little bit, I guess. People are looking for an easy way out.
2: But I think contracts do need to be tighter. I think uh, what I would like to see is players getting their lawyers involved when contracts are involved. So when people go forward, we know that someone's read over it. You know, what was it the other day? You know, we've had the the Jake Paul Tom Tom uh, Tommy Fury fight yesterday Jake Paul wanted to give Tommy Fury a contract um, for him to to sign you know and Tommy was like well no I I want my my legal team to read over this you know I'm not just going to sign something for the willy nilly but I think in the in this golf people will just sign you know I I know when I got my contract from Kelly and probably same as you I read through it you know I wanted to make sure I wasn't signing to say that if I didn't post a reel on the 27th of March 2024 (coughs) that Kelly would take my house so, right. um, <laughs> th- there's a great South Park episode. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Trevor. The one Oh Oh yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. The the uh, the, uh, the iTunes the iTunes Terms of Condition episode yeah, is yeah. Uh, is one of my favourites.
0: That's a good one. So the thing about this whole Gannon Burr situation really is. Everybody thinks they're just suing Gannon, but really his mom had to co-sign on the contract because he is underage. So it's not that's just that. Gannon, um, but also it kind of shows, you know, maybe the young people in the sport um, need representation.
3: Yeah. You know, somebody well, well, to do all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I think um, obviously there's the positives that set precedence. So you look at um, Paul McBeth and Ricky Hockey's contracts of saying this, this is a new thing this is setting a precedent to what an athlete in disc golf can get paid but also there's the nasty side of that right which is setting a precedent of you know what contracts are important they need to be fulfilled or you know what if your contract isn't airtight you're going to get sort of you're going to get done over potentially you're going to potentially lose business if you haven't made it clear what you want out of an athlete and what that athlete wants out of the company so i think we're moving um, actually the question i'll come on to a little bit later in the show um but we're moving into this real Professionalism, because obviously the sport itself has been extremely laid back. I'm sure contracts were done over cups of coffee and maybe something stronger for the last 40 years.
0: Hell, even but, the PDGA was at one time, you know.
1: Exactly, right? So um, I'm sure PGA was written on the back of a napkin at points, you know, and they just <laughs> put an envelope somewhere. That's sort of how Disc Golf was. And I think there's so many people that want to almost go back to that, you know, on the beach with your friends, chucking an ultra star, chill, drink of course, do what you want. But um, I think there's give and take, so you're going to lose some of that to get the professionalism, which is eventually going to elevate our sport to the point which it is becoming now with global recognition. You know, people getting paid fair wages, contracts, sponsorships, endorsements, all these awesome things which we're seeing year on year, which is just, I mean, I haven't been in the sport that long, but I've seen incredible growth. I can't imagine the growth that you've seen since obviously yeah. your life so, being
2: in the sport. Well, what you've got to think of is the PDGA numbers from the time that we started. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, was, I I joined the PDGA pretty much day two of being a disc golfer. You know, I threw an ultra star in, the, in, in a field with my mates. And do you know what? I thought, do you know what? I've watched Brody Smith, um, I've seen disc golf, I, I want to go all in on this. I, I, I bought 10 discs, a bag, signed up for the BDGA, signed up for the PDGA, all in the same day and i number 145043. I don't even want to know what Trevor is because I guarantee it's four numbers, but um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Five. We've, it's, five. No, no, it's five. It's five. It's yeah. five. That's weak. weak, weak we, we're, about yeah, right. we're about to hit 250,000. Know, we're yeah. about to hit number, or we might have already hit it by now, but do you know what, that's the growth in itself, Rob, from probably from where it got to naught to 100,000, Trevor, it probably took a, an eternity. Um, but from a hundred thousand to two hundred fifty thousand has taken a matter of years, so it just shows you the growth is there and it's still growing, and people are hungry for it. Yeah, it's which is it's, uh, it's, I, I was to say Ricky Wasaki has a he's got
1: three eight zero zero eight, which is a great <laughs> that's a
3: great yeah. Here.
0: Mine's two six eight six zero. I didn't get mine until uh, fourteen years after I started playing, for the simple fact that we didn't know, you know, like. throwing this in the 90s we were just going out and playing with family and friends and you know enjoying the game and um, you know growing up we always wanted to see the sport get this big to where it is now and um, when it got here it's like oh it's here oh crap what do we do I kind of wanted to go back a few years ago you know like but it's it's awesome to see, and I credit it to a few things, man. Honestly, and I think U Disc is one of the bigger things that helped our sport grow. I think yeah. the Pro Tour is another thing because it's brought eyes on the people in our sport, and then Brody Smith, man, I that dude, you can't you, know, you
2: can't deny him. No, guys. not at all.
0: I I was a fan of him, you know, ten years ago, spreading on my Facebook, dude. If you're a disc golfer, watch this guy. This guy is awesome, you know. So yeah. I have told him that, and I'm like, dude, I've been a big fan of yours forever, so. And COVID, right? Like, yeah, COVID really. Well, we're COVID us. golfers.
2: Yeah, we're Are COVID you golfers. Really? Yeah, I, I mean,
1: mean you, you've got a chunk Jomez in that hat as well. I think Jomez likes yeah. the pro tour. I think that was the sort of again coming through Brody Smith. That was another sort of area where we're sort of seeing media be "Oh, this is kind of cool." Yeah, I watched yeah. that actually. My um, my fiance's uncle, he when he found out that disc golf, he's like, "Oh, I occasionally watch that on YouTube." There's this like. John Mez thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah, John Mez, <laughs> like, you know, it's uh, something think them as well, you know. It's just, yeah, they're another it's thing, for sure. Growth.
0: For sure. Any of those companies that just took a chance to go out there and film, you know, and get followers and do it, those guys, exactly. GK Pro and all those guys, I met those guys, and before they even had, like, 5,000 followers, you know. So, super cool, and they stayed the same. It's the same thing. So, any anybody of, like, that caliber that just went out and did it, any anybody that's kind of like us in the beginning, just give up everything just to try it, you know? Like, let's do it. Let's go out and give it a shot. If you fail, you yeah. fail. You know, you learn.
2: Exactly that.
1: Absolutely. we're well, speaking on giving it a shot. Let's move on to Vegas because we've had the first week of live disco. I'm not the All-Star Weekend. Um, I, I the All-Star Weekend's great. We just cover it there. You know, cool stuff happens. I still don't really know what you have to do to become an All-Star because <laughs> it seems to be quite an interesting mix. I think we yeah, will yeah. get... I think we will start seeing maybe strict requirements. I'd like to see some requirements, like a minimum, like you know, tall win or something, something. You know. but um, so don't you clearly? I know. What you
2: What what I'd like to see in the All Star event is a bit like the NBA. I'd like to see uh, the NBA All Stars and the Celebrity Game all like mash up into one. So we have, it's a it's sort of a three, a four-day event. You know, we have the skills challenges, but the pros are matched up with a celebrity and then it goes on from there. There's then a doubles match with a celebrity and then the celebrities have to play singles as well. And I, that's how I'd like to see it. So That'd because be cool. at the moment, we, we've we got the Funky Farms Celebrity Invitational, which goes out on DGN. It's probably not seen by that many people, but I think people would love to see, you know, live celebrity um, DJs. Uh, Disc golf mashup. I just think. it'd be cool. Yeah, imagine getting
0: Bert Kreischer on that thing, dude. Like, exactly. Lag. Oh that. My gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Get Bert okay. on
2: there.
0: I heard that somebody would like to do it like the NBA does not and do it in the middle of the season, so when people are at their yeah. best in the season, you know. Like, I thought that was kind of a cool, but the schedule's so tight, you know. Like, so, so tight. it'd be kind of. You hard could do to it
2: do. right after tour champs. You could literally do it after tour champs, and right. I would and do have it as end. an ending. But it's just where it is at the moment. I just
0: I'd I don't get
1: excited by it
0: as a pro at the end of the year when it's over I'm ready to go home
1: <laughs> yeah that's true true but I guess I guess the off season is is a is a window where people potentially forget for example Isaac Robinson some people might question why he was there the whole weekend but then also people might forget that you know what he took down a win last year he came second in the um in the tour championships like the guy had an insane season so the birds people he, cuz he's not one of these big you know big faces of the sport you know? yeah right. Yeah, people might be like right. oh why is he an all-star but actually you had it at the end of the season you'd be like no of course he's there because he's, an- he's had a great season but um, anyway Vegas Vegas <laughs> Vegas obviously we had the first week of uh, live full live disc golf let's put it that way uh, and some stuff went down I think I think the hatred of Vegas is going away you know obviously the uh, people sort of say it's not the best it's not the best tournament I think it's because not- they
0: took that third course away
1: Yeah, 100% agree. But it's also, it's never going to be that bad
2: a tournament it's the first tournament, right? I'm sure it's like... But you're in the honeymoon period of Vegas right now. Because you've just watched Vegas, you're like, wow, Wow. just watched Vegas, it was great. But then when Waco turns up, you're like, oh yeah, Vegas, Vegas.
0: I, I look at it on different, you know, a lot of the pros look at it like this. Why can't we do Vegas when we go out to California? Why do we do it first and then drive all the way back to the East Coast? So that's yeah. from the side of like touring and stuff. It's it's kind of crappy that we go way out there and then drive all the way back to Texas. But it is a fun tournament to get started. We're in the desert. It's gonna be kind of nice except for this weekend was a little <laughs> yeah. not nice. Yeah, well, but you know, usually it's it's 65, 70 degrees, yeah. and you can wear shorts and you get out of the uh, the off season rust off and and throw some frizzes in the desert. So, but it's a little different this year. Mm.
1: I think it would work better as uh, kind of what you're saying a little bit later in the this, this season as well because I've got nothing against golf course disc golf right. because I think um, obviously there's lots of different courses there's wooded courses where you know certain players don't have as much touch as others so I think it all levels out across the year I think having a big arm crush course for the first tournament is a little bit strange because you'd kind of like to see a hybrid course with a bit of distance, a bit of touch. So that I think that's where Vegas gets a rep. It is a very similar hole. You could you could show like three holes side by side and you're oh they're the same hole. Oh no wait, that's too, Yeah it all looks the different. same to me. Even the two courses they all look the same.
2: I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm
1: also not a fan of um I know why they do it to protect the golf greens but a golf green OB it just it just annoys me. It just grinds my gears a little bit. This is why we shouldn't have them on golf
0: courses, man. <laughs> but,
1: but they will; they, they, they're beautiful. Like some of the fairways and golf yeah.
0: courses are stunning. But if you had investors that would put in a, like a dope course, that a private course. I mean, like all the, all PGA golf courses that are on the tour, man, they're all private. They're you know, like you have to be a club oh, yeah. member, to pay a lot of money. So I think the same thing would be good for our sport. It's just gonna take a long time because it's you know parking lot yeah. and all i mean there's just so much to put into a venue basically um we have certain places that are venues and most of them are golf courses the mm-hmm. problem is is that we have greens and we have crazy stuff you know like i don't know i'm i'm a fan to a point of golf courses but i could deal without them <laughs> I well I think far that was... too so it's not even like
3: <laughs> it's
0: not about the distance yeah, it's
1: just
0: you're, you're no noodler. no <laughs> but, it's um... just, I don't know. I'm not a fan. Like, I like one golf course on the tour, and we played it a couple years ago at Day La. The De La golf course is sick, yes. but the, I'm not a fan of the Vegas ones. I hate Jeep, DDO, cor- I, but it, I don't like golf courses that much. No. The Preserve, though, mm, that's so good because it's not a Very golf course. Good. It was no. a golf course. That and into that's it, isn't it? It's
2: finding those properties that maybe were, were golf courses that have closed down right. or they're in they're in they're on their way out. And yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. But then something like, I've always really enjoyed it. Um, I know it's not on the Pro Tour now, but Goat Hill, I really like that as a golf course. I like that course. I think it's pretty cool. Um, but I, I generally do, I'm the same with you. I find golf course, uh, disc golf boring. I, I'm not Two, here. Two against one, boring. we win, bro. <laughs> I'm not here for you know just someone to. Uh, Eagle's great to watch, but I'm not bothered that he can drive a, a 650 f- foot hole. You know that's that's great and it's it's helping him score. But I enjoy watching a player you know carve carve through a woods. I think that's yeah. and that's great. And, uh, and, and let's think, be
0: real, dude. Everybody likes watching people get bad kicks and having to scramble. I mean, like when you see one of the best players in the world hit a tree 35 feet in front of you and it kicks right real bad, you can relate.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly True. that. I certainly can relate to that.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd have a reel of like, I'd have a little reel or montage of that when I'm out on the course. I'm a bad mid round. I quickly look at sort of. Macbeth. Well, I saw the of these guys just hitting first available, and like, okay, we're good. Yeah, right. We're good.
2: We, we go on. I do the same. <laughs> but in terms of obviously uh, playing this weekend, let's let's start with our our teammate. Uh, you know, all four of us, all three of us on the same team. Cat taking down the win. Um, you know, back to back Las Vegas challenge. You know, I couldn't be happier for her and I I really, really enjoy it. I get I get excited whenever there's any DGA player um features on, on coverage just because um I, I can say I throw that disc, I throw that disc. Um yeah. but she she dominated from hole one to hole seventy two. Yeah, hole seventy two, she she didn't leave first place. She did yeah. not leave. Um and um I, I think she looks scary and do you know what my favourite thing was is that the commentators weren't saying you know cats out there dominating but Paige and Christian aren't here this weekend yes. and it's just like they, they let her have it and do you know what I think they, she would have given them a run for their money anyway
1: yeah. well, I think equally the um, I think the reason they weren't mentioning say Christian or Paige is because the the skill deficit in the FPO is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. so you did have Missy out there you had Henna out there you had normal players Henna's driving is a joke and Kat I think the best thing she did all weekend was played some of the most sensible disc golf I've ever seen because like there was points where Henna was out driving her by 100-200 feet but Kat was like you know what this is a part because actually I'm it. I don't have to be stupid here I can get the birdie on the next one and it was just you could see the thinking you could see and it was was golf thinking all weekend I don't think i saw anything on coverage that i'd be like oh you know she took a risk there it was just textbook she knew what she could do and what she was able to do and yeah it was an absolutely master as far as i'm concerned from Kat.
0: yeah i'm excited to see her win like cat's awesome and i mean when when a dga player does stuff like that it only helps the brand and the the players on the team so hell yeah cat let's go and she dominated man <laughs> this is the second time in a row like and it's that's not about, like she's, yeah. you know, it, I think experience comes into play. Like when you're talking about, you know, playing golf, she was, she had a huge lead. So all she had to do was just play while the other people were trying to catch up because she had such a big lead. But, and when they say that, when they didn't say about Paige and Kristen, I think that's perfect because Paige and Kristen could have came. They didn't. Katrina like balled out, you know? So exactly. yeah, That's really, and it's, I it's mean, it's the
2: best pattern performance of Katrina I've seen in a long time, you know she was yep. making putts from everywhere. Um, You know we're not just talking bullseye; we're talking edge of circle, probably circle two. Um, every it got to that point. I don't know if you ever have it when you play this golf. You know you start making those early putts. You get confident, and then you, you step up to your putt. You've got your steady your steady bo in hand. You know like, I'm going to make this. There is no other way. Um, and then you start making more and more, and your confidence. And I think that's what happened to Cat. You know she was she made a few really good early putts and Paulie kept thinking, do you know what, my my putt is hot at the moment. And then every time I was tuning in, Kat was making another clutch putt. And I think, you know, T to green is great, but, you know, drive for show, putt for dough, right?
0: Right. uh, I think what separates a pro and an M is putting. If you could hit 95% of your putts in the circle, you're a pro. Like, let's be real. But the other thing that you said, like... um, when I, when I get in that kind of zone or hit early putts, the basket seems like twice the size. It seems like it's so much bigger. But exactly. I putt with steady, beaded, not BL. So there's a difference in our story.
1: I'm so glad <laughs> that you said that. I still don't really know how to say say steady because like... Steady Dio. Everyone thinks, yeah, because is, is it just steady B? You know, well, that I that sounds like a. I think like they a call DL, just like the a
0: D-line plastic, because it's yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> just I just call them studies. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, so I'm always like, oh no, it's a, a, a like an OG study, like a regular regular Right. Study,
0: you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: it's just study.
3: Um, I, I think one
1: world. thing, one thing that's for sure is that DJ don't need to do any advertising for the Steady bail after Vegas, because obviously both Cat and Maui put on absolute again, it's a masterclass on playing. I mean. I think, I think Marweed could putt anyway, he had some kind of accolade, I don't know, I've heard he's a good putter. <laughs> yeah, it's, he's alright. Uh, he's uh, he's
3: alright.
1: There's some stuff that they said about him, I think they won something, or, uh, who knows, some stats. But no, um, there's quickly for the light rounding off cat. I think one thing that was really interesting was um, on round 3, hole 18, I don't know if you saw, but she actually yeah, clipped her mini, or clipped the disc on on, on one of her drives. And obviously last year, last round, oh. the, the, the foot fault gate, everyone went crazy. What I found really interesting is the commentators clearly were like, okay, we've got something on our hands here. We don't want to repeat of that. And actually they explained the, the ruling, which was really interesting. They said, oh, actually, she, planned, she had a foot fully planted first, then touched the disc, so it wasn't a foot fault. And I'd be interested to know if that was their mindset, which is, oh, last year this was a, an issue that's quickly, you know, Outline, actually, it wasn't a foot fault. It was good footing. She slipped a little bit after the foot was planted. Um, but I love that. It felt like they were just trying to sort of catch-cat a little bit yeah. from all of those commenters, which you're always going to get. Yeah, they just want storylines. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> but moving over to MPO, before we we go through the winners, you mentioned it there, Rob, about Marweeds. Um, he... he those first couple of days, he absolutely tore that course up. Com- the, the conditions were less than ideal, um, but that guy was throwing hurricanes in a hurricane and hypercane's. You know, literally further than I could ever dream. Um, I I was praying, I had my hands my hands firmly together that he was gonna make a lead card just so I could watch him play. Fortunately, he didn't. But I think we're gonna get him on some chase card coverage on post production, and I cannot wait He's to up, watch
0: man. that. Yeah, Marweed's great, man solid dude as well um i i I wish that he would have like you know finished well but man those conditions that last day a little windy and stuff so it's tight it's it's hard when it's out there and plus you're so far up um in elevation compared to where we all live on the east coast so a little different play and yeah sometimes nerves get to you so
1: well uh, the, the DJ fam is so tight and obviously so supportive of each other but i was on um i was on live with tyler on friday and sort of someone put in the comments, "Have you seen? Have you seen what Andrew's up to?" And then we looked at the scoreboard, and Tyler was like, "Cool, let's wrap this up because we want to go watch that. Yeah, <laughs>
3: like,
0: we right.
1: want to go support. We want to go support our dudes, right?" <laughs> yeah. So
0: like, um, you know, on the U disc here, I got them all. You know, starred man, like keep the teammates. And we're we are a tight knit family, so it's um you know bringing on these new guys, we gotta we gotta haze them a little bit, so. <laughs>
1: This, this is when sure. you see sort of uh, Cole sort of duct taped to the inside of a locker. On. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I would do more to Austin
0: Turner. I don't know Cole that well. Like I, I know him. i played with him a few times, but me and Austin are buddies, so he's the one, both Austins, actually. I'll put them both in a locker. That's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't, think, I don't, I don't think Austin Hannum, I think Austin Hannum's too sort of like, he's, he's a broad dude. I don't know if he's yeah,
0: he, he was a pitcher and in, in, uh, if i'm not mistaken in high school and um the dude has got a rocket sidearm he's i've always told him i think he has the smoothest sidearm in disc golf uh it just it looks like it's effortless man i just don't understand how he does this so him having that you know i don't you guys saw the tour series drop right today yep. yeah um so him having that hyper cane i think it'll be you know something right up his road he's gonna love that disc and and probably use it a, a bunch so
2: oh but so he'll be flipping yeah, that gotta, thing up like it's uh like it's a rogue Right. Yeah. I the don't guy, know they the guy's going to make it look silly. Well, that's going to hoist yeah. out on me instantly. It's going to be <laughs> yeah, 400 500 foot of him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that disc um, is so
0: stable. I use it for only headwinds, man. I I mean I, I I got hurricane. I got like four hurricanes and they all do a little bit different, so. I've got one on the way. Nice. Hurricane Hyper or a hurricane? A power cane? You say a power cane? What is this? <laughs>
1: What's your favorite run of hurricanes?
0: Um, I like the first flight hurricanes, honestly. SP, they're not first flight, actually. They're the first run of SPs that came out. Um, I've got nice. about six or seven of them. They're hard to find, but they're the best.
1: So is me. that like sort of chasing, chasing sort of sadness down the line? You know, because eventually that six will run out. I'll get harder. Oh uh, no,
0: they, I don't. I don't throw ob, and I don't throw in the water. So. I don't lose stuff very often.
2: That's confidence <laughs> right there. That is confidence. Well, I, I led right the pro there.
0: tour um, 2019 in least amount of obs all season, so it's something That's that I, I, I do take pride on because those are just strokes you just give away, man. You can't just give strokes away to these people.
1: <laughs> I could, I could, I think I could get a similar stat on the pro tour, but I would just throw sort of 100 feet, 100 feet, 100 yeah. feet. So I'd take a, a 20 on every <laughs> but it'd Maybe worth it for the end of season stat, you know? Rob never went.
0: Yeah, right. Play Leadstone, and I guarantee you ain't doing that on hole 13.
1: <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Like a
0: 400-foot uh, water carry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Waco on hole
1: 13 as well,
0: right? Oh, yeah. Well, you can – you can. I, I pitch up on that I hole. I don't go, go right. for that hole. Yeah, you can – I throw like a little hyzer dump shot and then like up steady over the water and then have a three-putt. So yes. you can do that on that one. You might <laughs> take a few number numbers, but
1: <laughs> – oh, A three-putt. Th- you hear that? A three-putt. I am three-putt.
2: I don't free. We like five. We like five, six pounds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's I've, awesome. Mine's air mouse. Mine's air mouse. But coming um, like back to, like like going back to that reasons. last day of coverage, um, you know, I, I got a feel for Amph- uh, uh, Anthony. I got a feel for AB um, because you know that guy had a great tournament. He he played so well, um, and he just I think those last couple of days. He sort of lost, he lost that lead, and he never really got it back. And he was proper chasing on that last day. There were so many people chasing. Drew Gibson came out from nowhere. Paul Macbeth, you know, you never write Paul Macbeth off, but you know, Rob texted me saying, "You know, Paul is on an absolute heater right now." Um, immediately so before, many... the, uh, the, m- immediately yeah. before the dub, immediately before the bogey, that is so, so true. The played um, good, but do you know what I mean? It was it was a good last day of coverage. You know, we had we had some 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 great plays. And you know Vinny taking it down, we we got to saw an, a 0.5 point five seconds of emotion from Vinny, which is the most we've seen in years. Um, right. You know, and it was it was great to see. Um, you know, Rob's a big fan of Vinny, so he was obviously buzzing when that when that came in.
1: I, I well, it was it was a, it was a roller coaster of emotions because the so I watched all of the cover um, I watched up until the like the Vinny's win last night well, oh, sorry, spoiler, where we record. It's a Monday. Um, so I, uh, I watched I, I watched the live coverage, but it didn't finish until half midnight here in the UK. So I was sort of lying one eye open, sort of phone on my sideboard. And uh, obviously it was close, right, between him and KJ and the commentators were saying, uh, oh, this could go to playoff, you know, wouldn't that be great? And I was lying there thinking, that would be awful. But please, some, something needs to happen. Like at this point, like, I like, I, I obviously big fan of Vinny. Kind of was supporting KJ as well because obviously the sort of the Prodigy stuff, everything's gone down. I thought, what great storyline! But as soon as he threw it out of bounds, I thought, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I can, as you, st- <laughs> as, you st- as you stay awake for five minutes, you know, see Vin the trophy. I like to watch the place right interview and then like absolutely lights out.
0: Yeah, I I didn't watch any of it. Like it bums me out to watch it when I'm not there. So I just kind of keep up on U Disk while I'm playing Fortnite or throwing frisbees <laughs> at you know the local course I'm at. But um, I, I, I root for everybody honestly. Um, they're all kind of my friends for the most part. And if if I have it down, if I, if it's if it's down to like somebody that's on the lead, uh, it's usually a DGA player that I'm rooting for or a Discraft player because they're our, our cousins, you know. So and I love yeah. greatness, so I'm always rooting for Paul to win. Uh, I'm a I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a Tom Brady fan. You know I, I love watching greatness because th- those guys are on another level and mentally, physically, and emotionally into you know, a sport. And I think it's awesome watching greatness. Yeah, Tiger, like, for instance, like dude, man, like even though he's like 50 years old, it's still awesome to watch that dude. How play. many
2: players can become really good, win a load of stuff, crash their car, do a load of drugs? Get absolutely dragged through the mud, then come back and dominate again. Not yeah, many right. people only, can do. Only, that. The <laughs> only the goat. Only the goat. Do you know what I mean? That dude is amazing.
0: So, it, and and that's what Paul McBeth is for me. Like, um, I've been playing longer than Paul, but I like I still love to watch that man throw putt. Um, I love the energy he brings on the course. So, I was rooting for him to come back and make a comeback because that's what we like to see Paul do is is come back down and. And pass up everybody and win a tournament like he usually does, but you know he took a couple of years on the last it late, though,
2: couple.
3: Of it, Mr. Yeah, Paplow. I don't know.
0: I don't. I, I don't know what that's about. But <laughs> he always lost great to
2: the last day.
1: I don't like watching full pool dominance. I love watching. Obviously, you know he comes from 18th place, full McBeast mode, tuned on, and you see right. those places getting chunked off bit by bit, and then you're like, oh wait, he can take this thing down. Right. Like I think mean, that's what the man does better than anyone else. And actually uh-huh. it's it's like reserving energy almost, you know, like sort of uh, in racing. It's like you don't go do full out straight away, you pace yourself and then boom, last Man, time. I
0: wanna you see go. that dude break every record there is. I wanna see him shoot eighteen at Jonesboro. I wanna shoot him see <laughs> I wanna shoot eighteen at Idaho, I wanna see that man accomplish things that People don't think he can accomplish. Like, they still think he's not relative. You know, fans out there, they're like, "Oh, he's not really. He's not winning everything." It's like, dude, it's golf, man. Like, Tiger uh, was dominating, but he wasn't winning everything. So, exactly that. It's golf, and I just want to see that man succeed. And he keeps growing our sport for us as players, for you guys as fans, yep. and and other people like podcasts. All this stuff is. Paul McBeth, man, he's 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 lit a fire in this sport, you know, selling discs the way he's, he does, and smashes it, You know, it. The, sure. you know he yeah, he's the he best, bought,
2: bringing the money in. I'd like to think, though, uh, going back to what you said, Rob, you know, you like seeing Paul come from 18th and go to first. You know, I'd like to think that what happens is it's a bit like in the Formula One when 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 uh, Hamilton is sort of mid pack, and then you hear Bono go over the radio, okay, uh, Lewis, it's a uh, hammer time now. I like to think that Paul's got a little thing in his ear and, and Hannah's there saying, All Right, Paul, it's uh it's but beast mode now. And next minute yeah, right, BAM right. <laughs> comes out. Yeah. Birdie after birdie after birdie. That's what the one day I talk to Paul, I'll make sure that he uh, he solidifies that for me. Yeah,
0: yeah it's just like kicking it into another gear. You know you gotta do it. It's like a UFC fight or a boxing fight. Like you got your last round, you're down two rounds or down a round, whatever, you gotta come out and you gotta do it. And that's what Paul does best. I think. I think when it's time to put it down and that man knows how to do it the best, like that, than anybody else in the sport.
1: And be that's well. before, we, um, before we move off uh, Vegas, I feel like I do owe oh, an apology. I did say I can't Drew out. Uh, Drew last killed it. Last episode, I said, you know what, Drew's a great player. I can't see him going back to back and doing like well this year. I think he'll sort of come mid pack. When I saw him pushing for that lead, obviously at one point, you know, it was in his hands. He could have uh, he could have got a few more birdies and retied it up hands down to the dude he is clutch I think it's safe to say I think um, very hit and miss, miss with that clutchness yeah but, um, yeah it, it was awesome to see him crush I think um, but kind of what Dale said in, in terms of um, sort of golf courses it wasn't great I one thing I didn't like on the card which is okay this should be a birdie for Drew but other people it might be a par because of the Drew distance so I'd say that is the the downfall of golf courses and that's what allows people to do those the big arms to make those big charges to the top because actually they think, well, if I can throw further than percent of the field, then there's birdies out there which these guys can't get so yep. i am just to play my game. It is what it is.
0: Yeah. You know, it, and while it's, it's like, while it sucks that it's like that sometimes, it's also like it better, you know, like figure out how to throw further, you know, like, some people are just freaks, dude. Like LeBron James is a freak. Ain't nobody. You know, everybody's tried to be that guy because that dude's six foot eight, two hundred and sixty pounds. I mean, it, like, how do you stop that? How do you? How man, do you, his, his
2: alley oop in the All Star game against himself was yeah. just too good. Around the player yeah. on off the backboard and just dunks Right. Just like, yeah, and
0: it, and it's it's like that with any sport to me. Like if you outwork everybody and you, you know, you consistently put all the work in, you'll be better than everybody. And that's what people like Drew. Man, Drew does it. Brody does it. Paul does it. Ricky does it. The top players all put in work and putt on the green all the time. Do field work. You know, even though they don't want to, they still do it.
2: Hard work I mean, beats talent when talent doesn't work. That's that's right. we've always got to remember.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I've always been that firm believer that talent gets you so far, right? And as long as you put in the work, and I'm like the Alan Iverson of disc golf. I don't. Um, we talking about practice, man we talk about practice i don't practice i don't i don't do i don't go out in the field and throw frisbees man but it's i feel like it's because i've been playing so long that my form's pretty much the same and yeah. the just do the same thing i was playing with frisbees before they even had numbers on them you know <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you're playing with the ones with the hole in the middle yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> now somebody just asked me that question um uh, on instagram because i was uh doing some pre-order stuff and uh, they asked me what my first disc were if I could remember and uh, it was a two-chain black AVR and a red DX Gazelle and a red DX Scorpion and I still remember those I still have two of them I don't know where the Scorpion <laughs> nice. went
2: you don't lose this well, stuff I- so not yeah
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I do got new discs. <laughs>
3: um,
0: <laughs> so I didn't make the tour series team this year, and it's okay. You know, like DJ still supports me in many ways, and and I'm so grateful for them. And uh, so this year we come up with something pretty cool that they've never done before, and uh, it's that SP Flex Breaker, so tasty, bro! Like, oh. So
2: cool man! Wow. And it's, you
0: know, I had to keep the theme of a riding a, an animal, so I went with the turtle. And um,
1: brilliant. So this the. I've got a whole lot of questions here. Yeah, this bring is exactly where This is where the shows going. So, I mean, I mean, first off, people need to know what the turtle's called. Does he have a <laughs> name yet? I she? don't
0: have a name for the turtle, but uh, everybody says so far it's Crush from Finding Nemo, and it's kind of the, uh, it's kind of what I was going for in a little bit, but maybe not Crush. So
1: Nice. All so right, maybe so I'll do right. a contest, we
0: we'll name my turtle or
1: something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we can we, we do, we do, do it through here. Listeners, Let's go. Know, world, or look out for Trevor's Instagram. You know, Name, yeah, name yeah. that turtle. Name that um, turtle. <laughs> but the, uh, what, I mean, I think for a lot of people want to know, how do you pick, because obviously you've had, you've had a shark, you've had a, uh, you've had a Cthulhu, you've had a, uh, you've had your narwhal, obviously. Yeah. Um, Kraken. It was on the, the sale. Cra- oh, oh, it was on the sale,
2: because I bagged that. I yeah, the yeah not the Cthulhu, the man. I, he's
0: not an ocean animal.
1: No. <laughs> so, 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 and, and and now the turtle. Yeah. So how do you come up with which animal you want to, you know, inspire Easy, your experiment?
0: first things is I've, I threw DGA back in the mid nineties, late nineties too. I threw tsunamis and squalls and I thought it was cool because they named all their like, you know, you had the reef and the Titanic and all these cool moles that were talking about the ocean and, and stuff. And I thought that was always cool. And I've always like, when I was in high school, if I wasn't going to be a professional disc golfer, I was going to go to college to be an oceanographer, um, marine biologist, something of that nature. I love the ocean. I think it's just wonderful. You know, we've so only cool explored man. like 5% of it, you know? So, but Um, The first one was a homage to my favorite movie of all time, which is Jaws. Um, When I was a kid, um, so uh, we'll go a little bit back. When I was a kid, (laughs) I was like four or five years old. I would watch Jaws every night before I went to sleep. Um, throughout the summer wow. that I went and stayed with my dad. Nice. It never scared me. <laughs> um, honestly, I like to watch the first 10 minutes where the Jaws would eat the naked lady and then I'd <laughs> fall asleep. And <laughs> But I ended up later in life. I mean, it's just my favorite movie. I think it's fun. It's one of those movies that was like, um, when it first came out, people were scared to get into the water. And it's just that cool of a movie to me. So I'd, it was kind of a homage to um, to jaws and my life i love the ocean and the breaker wave was you know it's a it's a short wave in the um uh, shallower parts of the the ocean so i thought that was cool and then the next year um i didn't know what plastic i wanted but everybody kept saying icebreaker icebreaker for the name and and all that and for the plastic i mean the icebreaker is it's the one breaker that's been in my bag since I've gotten it and I'll never take it out. It's so good. Go on right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a nice one too. <laughs> it's, it's a few. But, um, that one was cool because when I, when they said icebreaker, it was like, okay, well what animal lives in the ice that lives in the ocean? And people were like, Oh, walrus or, you know, all these things. And I was like, nah, man, freaking narwhal, dude, that's so dope. You know, like, and then the sale, um, it was just a, a Great Lakes and I came up with a disc that we wanted to do um, as like a, you know, a store uh, LE disc. And I wanted to do like a muskie because they're on Lake Michigan, but um, we came up with the octopus uh, taking down like a big boat. And I thought that was pretty cool. So it's like, yeah, the Kraken's limited cool, edition, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm a Pirates of the Caribbean fan too. So that kind of <laughs> yes. goes with that. So, and then <sighs> the turtle man, um, first of all, I just love animals, man. Turtles are really cool. You know, they're they're different compared to a lot of the other animals out there. Their shell is their home and uh, it's pretty neat. So I've got I got a cool fact
2: about I got a cool fact about turtles. Do you wanna know it? A cool a cool fact right, about a
0: turtle. See now here's the thing, dude. I haven't even I knew these were gonna come and I haven't done all my research. So right. I'm gonna <laughs> have to like Tyler Brickley's gonna be mad at me for this one, dude. Are you um, ready?
2: So when 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 a turtle right goes onto the beach to lay their eggs yeah if the sand is hot then the uh, the turtles will be girls and if the sand is cold then they'll be boys and that's because girls are hot and boys oh are oh cool.
1: my god and that is the end of the amzite podcast
0: Dang, that, 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 that is. Oh, that was
2: the worst dad joke I've ever heard. Uh. Uh, actually, do you know where I got that joke? Right, I tell you where I got it from. I got it from TikTok. Okay. And after oh, this podcast, was I, I was send. I was send you this. Right. Basically, in in Disney World, in Disney World, there's a place you can go, and the kids basically talk to Crush. So it's interactive, and they there's it. There's, a, there's basic, I don't want to ruin it for kids, but basically, they've got a microphone. They have got a guy behind the screen. And he talks like.
3: <gasps> right, right, um, yeah.
2: But the kids are like talking it, and he's like he does, and that joke I saw it, and I was like, "Well, Righteous. Trevor's coming to the show."
0: <laughs> I was like, "But uh, honestly, oh, that's it's another thing, man. is Crush. Like kids oh. like that stuff. Everybody knows Crush. I mean, if you look at the turtle, he kind of looks like Crush. Um, he looks he's got so that much whole, like Crush, man. He's got oh, that whole hippie vibe. Guy
1: disc
0: golf technology right
1: crush right right i mean it's that um, whole
0: hippie vibe too you know so i did the metal vibe i've done all that i'm 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 all over the place when it comes to music and all that (laughs) so uh i did the hippie vibe thing you know it's all about peace and love anyway so uh turtles seem like they're peaceful and lovable so that's part of the whole process man i just it's it's all imaginative i just imagine these things and i want to go with the 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 water theme thing so
1: I had a theory that you were moving on to land, though, because obviously turtles, you know, they can go on the sea. So maybe you're exploring some sort of semi-aquatic. Right. Because I I thought if you were to go that way, obviously there's the Humboldt penguin, which isn't too far off. Right. So me and Tyler had
0: this issue, man, because I asked him, I was like, you know, we did hashtag ride a shark, hashtag ride a narwhal, hashtag ride a kraken, right? And I was like, should I do hashtag ride a sea turtle or hashtag ride a turtle? And he was like, well, we didn't say hashtag ride a great white shark. So you shouldn't just, you know, do it for one animal. And I was like, okay, let me just ride a turtle. So it was supposed to be a sea turtle coming up on, but whatever.
1: <laughs> you are Peter's worst nightmare. They're like, all these, all these people are suddenly like trying to ride turtles. Like, Amen. oh, this discomfort, are told me too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a uh, friend of mine on DGA, uh, Casey Trudeau. Um, he hit me up and asked me if he could do a stamp with him riding a certain animal. I won't, ex- I won't, I won't take his surprise away when he does it. But it's pretty cool, and yeah, I don't care, nice. man. Like it's it, whatever you know. I, whatever, do what you, you want. You
2: said he did all the vibes. Now I'm I, what I'm picturing right now. You said he did a hippie vibe and stuff like that. I need a Trevor country vibe, and this is how I see it. I see Trevor in a full cowboy outfit <laughs> riding a buffalo through 6th street in Austin and that that's how I see it that's how I see it okay that is my vision and that first of is, all that is, that's I'm Native bike. American
0: not a cowboy so that ain't gonna work uh, <laughs> <laughs> second of all the buffalo kind of I could do that one I'm from Kentucky I'm not a big you know Austin guy but you could do a chicken
3: <laughs>
0: that's a Kentucky oh. fried chicken joke isn't it Yeah, <laughs> that's,
3: that's what we need <laughs>
0: You that's guys got them over there too. Yeah, that's what we need. I, we, we, no, need we need
1: we need we need a cartoon of you, Trevor, in a bolo tie, um, <laughs> riding a chicken. All
0: right, <laughs> we'll, uh, see what we could do.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll brainstorm. Now, uh, before we go off, um, before we obviously go off the disc, like you said, you've got these beautiful. Sort of, uh is this the first time we've had an SP swell? Like, it's the first
0: time 50? we had an SP swirl flex. Um, I don't know if they've ever had an SP. F- sp swirl um because last year they did a lot of proline swirls um the year before i did the proline swirl breaker um but i don't think yeah. anything was swirly then um so this might be honestly i know it's the first sp flex uh, that has swirls in it so we were really in
1: terms of um plastic i think if people felt the ledgestone le swirl similar flexibility so it's gonna have a similar feel to the breaker
2: there?
0: Honestly, that's I have no point. idea. I will know more tomorrow when okay. I get to Michigan and touch <laughs> them. Tyler actually oh. got some before I did, and yeah, he had them on the line. You know, I
2: felt bad, man.
0: Yeah, that's all good. I, showboating. I, 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 if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have got those. So he knows who he knows where his place is. Are <laughs> you at Tyler?
1: <laughs> that's my guy.
0: Well, and,
2: yeah, he's oh, Tyler. He's everyone's guy. He's, he's
1: just one of the nice guys at disc golf, right? I think, and he works so hard as well. So he, he sort of. Has this amazing ability to seem like you know laid back TikToks, funny reels. Yeah. You talk, you talk to that guy, and he's like, uh, "He actually, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, but we're talking about um, Katrina and how well she was doing at Vegas." And he said, "Man, you know, like obviously, I can't, like, I, I can't wait for Katrina to take this down." But I've got to do so much more work. I've got to because like, he had to have like post ready to go, you know. Yeah. Congrats! congrats all of the media that comes from that. Yeah, he's um, going to Memorial, uh, I think, as well. So. Yeah. Yes. But the guy's an absolute workhorse, absolute legend. The um, but obviously, importantly, are the breakers still available? And if people want to get their hands on them, how can they? How can they go about
0: that? Uh, so right now, I just finished. I just I just chopped it off the pre-orders last cool. night. Um, and basically what that is, so I I got them in hand, I got a certain number. Um, and when I did that, I wanted to do pre-orders real quick. So the people that did pre-order got a little incentive by picking out what they want. So when I get to Michigan tomorrow to the Great Lakes Disc store, I'll go through them. I'm going to take pictures of all the ones they asked for color-wise, see what they want, ship them out. And then when I do that, I'll be dropping them on greatlakesdisc.com and you can go there and grab them. Uh, you can use my code, uh, 26860, which is my PDGA number. And get you ten percent off man and get you one. Um I'll also have some in hand as this year I'm doing a little different tour, so I'm gonna be setting up booths at uh like B tiers and A tiers and stuff and I'll have some in hand there. Um so the best way you can do is pretty much message me or go to Great Lakes Disc and grab one. So gonna be a limited awesome, number.
1: You know, and you know when they uh when they do come available in Great Lakes we'll be putting some uh, story out on the AM size, you know, pushing people to where they yeah, get some great for plastic. sure. But but like I said, so you're um so you're not on the, the pro team this year? Well I, 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 I still can't remember my you're on the you're on the PL team, is that correct?
0: I think so. I honestly I don't know. I, I I just signed the contract. I looked at it and was like, Cool, you know, we talked about it a lot because it was a it was a different different way about going about it this year. The last two years I was on the team that got a tour disc and stuff and you know, that was good and great, but it almost it almost like made me lackadaisical. Um you know, so, and plus, I had hand surgery and stuff last year, so it's only understandable. Bring in some really young talent. Let's get them out there, get some disc in their hand, make them some money. You know, I'm I'm turning forty next year, man, so I'm on the Masters squad coming up, and I'm not really tr- I'm not really worried about this open field. I can't contend with these eighteen year olds, so it all made sense. But I still had to get something out of my deal. I couldn't just take this huge step back. You know what I mean? So, we worked out a really fun deal for me, and it gets me to do what I want to do, which is still travel and, and still get in front of the people, man. That's the thing that I miss the most. I think is while I love playing and I love, you know, throwing Frisbees on the biggest stage in the world, I love meeting people. As you can tell, I like to talk. So it's, it, that's my favorite thing to do is meet these people, tell them about DGA plastic, tell them why I love the sport and tell them my story, man. And they seem to, you know, seem to like gravitate to me. And if I can do that one-on-one at booths and things, then it just, just reiterates why I'm doing this sport you know
1: it's the, it's the, it's the human side of the sport right? Yeah. I think it's so important a lot of people just watching coverage forget that you know what it's a community and actually how small the community still is whilst we're growing a growing sport you look at American football or soccer we call normal football that, that you're never gonna know everyone will be able to meet necessarily I, I could never say just say oh I'm gonna go meet David Beckham and go somewhere and know he's gonna be there and right. maybe have a chat right but yeah. I think um, what's still really amazing in disc golf, and I'm sure it will change as it grows, but I know that if I go to Memorial, there's the meet and greet for the team. Mm-hmm. For the yeah, Discs. yeah so for I sure. Be like, oh, I really want to go meet Trevor. He's a guy, I heard him on the website podcast, big fan, I want to go have a chat, and there's like that accessibility, which is just awesome. Um, yeah i think that's
0: kind of where i come from with the og side of it you know like back when i was starting to play the only way to get people to play was by word of mouth and it wasn't like you could just get on the internet and look up a youtube video it was like you know know, i remember when people be like what is that you know like what is this now you hear it all the time like man i I played disc golf before 15 20 years ago people weren't doing that it was like what is that sport there's a sport disc golf what is that (laughs) you know and and i think it's just word of mouth um Back in the day, and it's just still the thing I like to do. I love to, I love to spread the word. And I, now it's weird because like everywhere I say, "Oh yeah, I play disc golf." They're like, "Oh, that's cool." I'm like, "Oh, I don't, you know what it is. I don't have to talk about it." You know, so it's different. But that's what I want to get back to. I want to get back to where I'm, I'm getting in front of people and you know mingling with them. That's where I shine, I think. So I can't do that Whoa. on the course, man. Like sucks all proper and stuff now you know i can't, <laughs> can't talk to people
1: <laughs> well talk about sort of the sort of that yeah in in quotes properness of the sport a question that i think is perfect for you cause like you said you've, uh, you've got that hippie vibe going on uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you you work in the dispensary on the off season. I right? did. Uh, sort of a... When I lived in the
0: northeast, I did. I moved I, this off season. I kind of took a little bit of time for myself um, and got back to home for a little bit, see family and stuff. But yeah, I, I like I worked cool. at the dispensary. It was really fun. I really enjoyed it.
1: Awesome. So we're, we're a family show. So if you don't know what you sell, like they sell a dispensary. That's absolutely fine. But obviously, um, there is that disco culture, which obviously that's really where disco comes from. It's that California sort of. Good vibes, out in the sunshine, you know, shirt off, small little, <laughs> small little shorts that they wore in the eighties. Right, you know. right. The, that that's that's the that's where our sport came from, and obviously you still get. You, I mean, you still got the guys, you got Barsby, you got Philo. You know, you've still got the guys, that, and yourself really ripping that sort of. Um, I think your real proof of that that sort of that, that 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 origin of the sport and that the mindset that came with disc golf.
3: Yeah, I think.
1: But that- then. Yeah, go ahead. Finish sorry. Well, I was gonna say, but then obviously we have um, we have this sort of ball golf influence as well. Obviously, we see people with sort of the the, the tight chinos, the turbans. You know, it's like I am like, gonna wear as be as formal as I can. I am gonna be, I am gonna mimic ball golf as much as I can. You know, it, this isn't about a lifestyle; it's about performance, performance, performance. Athlete, athlete, athlete. And I just kind of want to get your opinion on sort of how those words collide because often they seem like they butt heads a little bit.
0: Yeah, um, let's put it this way, man. England is golf, Americans disc golf, right? Like, not saying that the sport is bigger, but the properness. Like, English people are a lot more proper. They're like royalty things. That's golf. Yeah. It came from that era yes. or that area. You know, it's, it's kind of what I look at it. Then you come over here, we're a mixed bag. We got so many sports and all this stuff. And we've got, like, small niche sports, right? The, the PDGA and the PGA are kind of the same. They're a governing body of a sport. The difference between our sport and their sport is they play with a ball. We play with a disc. Our body is our disc golf, our club. They got the club, right? The only thing that's the same is the way we play. Um, Everything, some of the rules are the same and all that. And while I love watching golf, I do, I, I agree. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's awesome. I don't think that we're that, you know, we came from a different type of. Origin, like golf, came from properness and and you know being that you know being a stand up person, looking fresh on the course. Being, I mean, the the courses are beautiful, the people are beautiful, everything's beautiful. Disc golf is a little more rugged. Um, Back when we first started, it was a hippie sport, California nineteen seventies. I mean, think about it. Duh. I mean, and there are people still kind of repping that old school. Like I do in a point, I still try to be more proper and and business savvy and stuff when it comes down to it. Um, But I just like the lifestyle, you know, and I think that's where a lot of these people like new touring players, yeah, the lifestyle, it's the touring lifestyle. It's a, it's a traveling circus. It's a traveling, you know, a wonderful thing to do. You get all these people, all these friends, PGA is not like that like it's not a traveling circus it's a traveling business like these you got rolex you got mercedes you got these huge companies doing all this wonderful stuff we don't have that we're probably never going to have that we'll probably have the coolest you know like i don't know why the pdga hasn't gone along with like beer companies and and all this stuff because let's face it nascar one of the dumbest sports in the world to me (laughs) they they went out and were called the winston cup they had companies from beer companies, liquor companies, they had condom companies. They had all these companies that were not family friendly, put all their stuff on their cars. And then when they started getting like bigger sponsorships, then they started pushing those away because they had the money to do all that. And now look at them. There's no any of that stuff in their sport besides the people that watch it. And that's kind of what I felt like we should do. And I still feel like we should do that. We are a hippie culture vibe. We come from the woods. We come to play with Frisbees off the beach. Maybe we should dive into that a little bit. I mean, we're talking what we did is us the beginning of the sport. You go out with your friends, you drink beers, you puff, puff, whatever, you know? So I don't mm-hmm. know why we haven't really dove into that, especially when half of our country right now is, is recreational on that. So it just doesn't make sense to me, but Whatever. They give me a platform to play disc golf to make money. That's what I'll do. I'll follow all their rules until, you know, they change them. So.
1: Well, I, I completely agree. I think, um, I mean, I think it's important that you know, we borrow some things from, not even golf, but, you know, real sort of, uh, what's the word, embedded sports, you know. Right. Like, there's, a way, there's a way to take sports to the next, next level, and there's so many things that we can pull, pull off.
3: From, yeah there's
0: you know, so many ways we can hold it back everything. that you don't realize that you're doing to hold it back
1: exactly but i think um i think it is important that we hold on to what makes disc golf disc golf i think um and, and obviously this is just my experience but um i love playing ma2 and because actually when i'm even though the competition is still there it feels like people there's a lot more sort of jokes at each other and sort of because everyone realises you know what we're not here for cash we're here for maybe a voucher or some yeah. beer or a trophy <laughs> right and um, and um you sort of when I followed some MPO cards in the uh, the UK now these guys a lot of them are my friends after the tournament you know what they're the best guys in the bar to hang out with but there's a little bit more seriousness there but yeah. for me it's about you know what I play disc for on a weekend it's not my profession I want to go out I want to socialise with people on my card because if, if I'm spending well, we play two rounds a day, so I'm spending six hours, seven hours with just three other people. I want to be able to laugh or want to joke. You know, I want right. to make some silly. No comments. seriousness. Exactly. So I think uh, it's important we realise that what we have as a sport, it's not, it's not something that needs to turn into something it isn't. And
0: I think it needs to turn into that for the top one percent just like the nba just yes. like the nfl just like that not everybody in this game needs to worry about going out and trying to be paul Macbeth. like it, let's face it the dude's a freak nobody's going to do that not many people are going <laughs> to do that so if i mean our sport is so cool in the way that we have smaller tournaments where you can you know just have fun with it and do that when you're on the pro level man it's 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 hard not to take it seriously because there's so much money on the line, but it's also hard to joke around when nobody else is joking around, you know, and I play better when I'm having fun and sometimes it's just not fun out there. The vibe of the card could be off. Let's face it, man. I've gotten mad on the course many of times where I probably killed the vibe and not meaning to, you know, but it's just that mentality. We were just playing for money. Every putt counts, every throw counts. So, um, I, I love to not play tournaments and play with my friends now because I don't get to do it often. And when I do it, it's like, man, I don't care if that putt goes in. I don't care if I hit that tree. If my friends laugh when I hit that tree because they threw the line better than I did. Hell yeah. it made them feel good. So <laughs> I, I look for those days now. Um And that's what I've been doing here the last couple of months, just playing with my cousin and all my friends here in Kentucky and just trying to get back to the fun. So when I go out this year, it's more fun. And I remember those times.
2: So, talking about this year then Trevor what what is the plan this year because uh, you said your sort of tour is is looking kind of different um what what are you what are you looking to do
0: um honestly I am just looking to remember how to play this sport and have fun um last couple of years actually the last three years has been really hard um mentally emotionally and stuff on me as a player you know I am getting a little older the game is getting a little bit longer there's all these new young Gannon burrs coming in the game that I just can't keep up with now. So it's, it's about trying to figure out what's the next move in this sport for me. And, um, I'm going to go to a bunch of B tiers in Michigan this next month. I'm going to play up there, do a bunch of clinics and just kind of teach people my way and, you know, show them that, uh, some experience in the game. And then, uh, I have some bro tours I'm going to play. I got my silver card this year. So yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see me. At, card. Yeah. You're going to see me at Leadstone. You're definitely going to see me at Wild, you know? So there's some, there's some tournaments I got on those. I've got a big trip planned. Um, I'm hoping that I can go overseas somewhere. I can't tell you guys yet. Cause I don't want to get too excited if it doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, That'd I'm, cool. I'm going to do a pretty big extensive tour at say right after Ledgestone, I'm gonna do all the Michigan like River City Open, Brent Hambrick, all yeah. these places I go. Um, Worlds, of nice. course, in Vermont, Maine. I'm going to Maine State Championships. Um, Northeast is like my favorite, so I'm, just, <laughs> I'm but I'm staying on this side of the Mississippi this yeah. year. Maybe once or twice I'll go to the west side, um, but yeah, I just I don't have a I don't have enough support this year to really just do the extensive tour as far as getting. Yeah. I didn't get the tour card. I don't uh, get a tour series disc, so I'm I'm gonna keep it. Chilling this year, and I'm gonna do a lot more experiences for I'd myself. I'd say low
2: key, but it's definitely not you. Uh, definitely, definitely not. Definitely I'm gonna work my it.
0: ass but off hey, this man, year.
2: Look, when you when you joined when you joined the pro tour, you know, you the expectation wasn't that everyone was gonna be a Gannon. So I, I personally think that you've got something to take to court. There, you know, you could sue Gannon because I could. The, the guy shouldn't be that good. Too good. He took he, my money. He's too good. He, he's taking your money. It's just that's not part of the deal, man. Yeah, right. So, it, but it's okay. Like this
0: year is different because last year I had I had hand surgery. I put a lot of pressure on myself. This is my last year on DGA. I got to make sure I do good. I got to play great every time. And honestly, halfway through the year, I forgot forgot the hell I was doing. Man, I just didn't. And I was trying to really like. Man, I went through some pretty personal stuff the year before, so it was trying to find myself, trying to figure all that out. And I finally clicked and started throwing again, good because my timing was back. Because I just couldn't figure out the hand surgery thing. Um, so at the end of the year, I. I jumped up rating i was cashing again i'm feeling good about myself so confidence is there focus is there everything's ready um just sucks i can't go on the full pro tour you know so i'll show out when i get on the pro tour and do my best and um you know prove to everybody that i'm not going away anywhere i'm 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 exactly the person i am i'll get back to where i need to be so uh, don't doubt me you know like never not that dude
1: (laughs) (laughs) well hey right now um very much in the calendar me and Dale heading over to ledgestone this year um, nice. So that'll be, be my first time in the US, but uh, I know Dale's been there a couple of times. So uh, sweet, man! That'd be awesome me to rose. meet you guys, man. But you know, we're gonna. Well, I don't know. what I think pizza—that's that's the thing, right? Peoria, is that the thing they're known for. Man, there's the nothing really there. What's so... the food there?
0: Peoria what do what doesn't think? really have. Do they have Chick Fil A? Of course, they have Chick Fil A. That's yeah, what I, I need. Is <laughs> that <It's> not <laughs> not
2: open on Sunday? Oh, I haven't no, got no. Chick Fil A. I don't have it over here. We haven't got it, and it's my favorite fast food in the world.
0: Then how do you know? How do you know it? If you oh, because you came to America, and the first place <laughs> I, I went you.
2: was Chick-fil-A.
0: Yeah. Lucky you didn't go on a Sunday. That'd have been closed, and you would have been mad. No, I went on the Thursday. a Thursday.
1: Yeah. I'm a Popeyes boy. I'm Popeyes, really? Popeyes Louisiana chicken, man. That's
0: my a, yeah. goodness, man. I'm a Taco Bell guy, man. Let's go Taco Bell.
2: I'm actually more of a I'm a I'm a barbecue guy. So yeah. when I was in Austin, I went to proper barbecue. It blew my mind, and yeah. uh, it was just it was. Crazy. You know, man. everywhere anyway.
0: in the country always says they have the best barbecue.
2: Austin has the best barbecue. You're
0: wrong, man. Kentucky Not has <laughs> the best barbecue, bro. No,
2: Kentucky has the best fried chicken.
0: And bourbon. We have the best bourbon.
2: Yeah, I'll give you that one. I'll, I'll yeah. give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I I I was gonna be the argumentative
1: then because I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy, but then actually bourbon,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's that's we have the best like single malts like side whiskey. We have the best ones. Right, right, yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know. I've never been there, I, dude. Like I told you before we started this, I've, I'm such a fan of of the country, of the it's people. Anguophile. Look, I just love it. So, just hearing you guys talk makes me want to talk. Like, I, I do good accents and stuff, and I'm just, I just want to like go into it with you guys. You know, Tyler was like, "Holy crap, dude, you do a great Australian accent and a great British accent." I'm like, it's all the movies. That's my I've watched. favorite
2: thing. Most most Americans when they want to do a British accent turn to Australian. Um, yeah, yeah but, they
1: end up turning into Australian.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, pretty much.
1: Okay. I tell you what. I t- tell you what. Just for the listeners, then, how about a, a, a soundbite? It could be like you're listening to the outside podcast. I don't know what, why. am I doing a British accent? Yeah, I, I don't know why, I, why how, you're how, doing an accent. Yeah, you what, have one. What's, what, what's your What's your best? Like you're listening to the Side podcast.
0: Oh <laughs> God. What What do you say? How to, What do I got to say? Welcome hey, to you, the like, outside podcast. To, yeah, yeah, say, we, say that. What's your, <laughs> what's your, what's your, is the best British you can do. You guys are putting me on the spot. That's so hard. I'm at my mum's right, house here. Stop. This is the M-Side podcast, right?
2: That's <laughs> all right. Matt. That's all right. Well, yeah, it is all right. If it was 1904. Right. Hey, I try to be proper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mary Poppins, yeah, you, do, you know?
2: You do feel like you're one of our love twists again. Like I'm not from that's Liverpool. It. The art you know? the Liverpool. Oh, man, I love you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> Look, I watched
0: well, "Welcome to Rexham" dude with the Ryan Reynolds thing. That, like, I, I'm a <laughs> huge football fan. Like, so that was that was really awesome to watch. And they're gonna they're gonna have to play man. They're doing like a friendly with Manchester.
2: That's pretty yeah, sweet. Yeah, they're, they're doing so much. That team is uh, is going strength to strength at the moment. And uh, yeah, they're, no, they're gonna I, win the I, national um, league this year. Oh, I, I
1: I binged. Uh, every welcome to Wrexham, and then same, uh, I was basically I went on a holiday to Wales. And it, it just happened that where, from where I lived to where I was going went directly through the middle of Wrexham town. So I stopped up at the race course. I oh, wow! There.
0: So, uh, dude, it's crazy how, that that's the, like the oldest stadium in the world, man. That's wild, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Maddenless. how far do you guys live from Wales? Like, are you in London? I so work in London,
2: the other side, okay. So, our country so you're about three hours. How long does it take to drive from one side of Kentucky to the other?
0: Oh, so if you're going north or south, it's like two and a half, three hours. If you're going east to west, it's like seven and a half, eight.
2: Yeah, so think east to west. That's okay. how big our country is. Oh, okay. So for me to drive to Rob, I basically have to drive like four hours.
0: Oh, okay. Um, up, yeah. So what is it? It's, um. let me think. It's England. Yeah. Wales is over here. Yeah. And then up here yeah. is Scotland.
2: Yeah, and then is yes. it Ireland?
0: Ireland, Northern side? Ireland. You got, got Northern Ireland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: I, I'm good at geography,
0: man. That was one of my strong. I'm goals. not. I am
2: not <laughs> good at geography, well, you even know, know where Kentucky sure where is. Where I, am. Am. I do know where Kentucky is. Uh, it's okay. in America. It's called the heart. Because we are. Yeah, the I was. Heart... I was about to say, is it in the middle? Um, kind of in the middle. I could tell you. I can tell you where Texas is. Let's play it. <laughs> That's, you could probably tell us where Florida
0: this, is, right? Like it's the only thing that comes I, off the Yeah, bottom. West Coast. I, I know exact,
1: I know exactly where Kentucky is. It's right next door to Nando's and Tesco's. Yes,
2: that's so true. Trevor's not gonna Nando's, is he? I have no idea Tre- what Nando's right, is. Right Trevor, I'll make a promise to you. If you ever do come to the UK then obviously we'll take we're, to we're gonna we're gonna meet up. I'll show you around London I'll do a, a tour of the whole thing for you I'll take you to Buckingham where well, you guys call it Buckingham Palace but I'll take you to Buckingham Palace I yeah exactly Buckingham. Yeah. but I'm going to take you to Nando's and it'll blow okay. your mind it is the best thing you are ever going to have in your life I'm Just down. to put it I out in so context, much I want to
0: do it when I go to England though so like
2: to put it in context in the last week alone so that's 7 days I've had four Nando's <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've had Taco Bell so three epic. times bro <laughs>
2: <laughs> Supreme Crunch wrap That's what I'm talking about That's crazy So what is it Is this like a pub? Nope uh, no. It's basically Portuguese Peri Peri chicken Brazilian
1: No South African South, Africa. South African You I have no Portuguese. idea What
0: you're talking about You just said Portuguese Brazilian And nah, South African Nah because it
2: comes In Portuguese rolls It comes in Portuguese rolls
0: Oh okay So it's okay. basically
2: peri. Well Peri Peri Is actually originated From South Africa Portugal took it on. Um, But yeah, so basically, it's just chicken in either mild, lemon and herb, garlic, hot, medium, which is like, not so hot, extra hot, sauce. It's not so Um, hot. (laughs) And then it comes with chips, and these chips can have peri-peri salt on them, spice them up a bit, and then you have it with garlic breads, halloumi, or whatnot. But,
0: I sound oh like on. I'm coming to England, man. I'm, I'm, well, dude, I want to go to like I want to go to a castle over there, bro. I want to go to a football uh-huh, game, like I want to do yep. so much Take when I'm over Ham. there. Yeah,
2: uh, we can we can do it all. A West Ham uh, till
0: I die. A West Ham till I die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. That's me. That's, that's, oh god. Are you a West Ham we fan? To rem- I'm big West. I'm West Ham yeah?
0: fan. Yeah. Okay. I'm a West Ham. Sorry, I'm
2: Liverpool. That's, oh god. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Well off, we've gone oh. completely off topic, but I love it. yeah, we can probably
0: talk for days about it. Oh
1: but... we do have we have one extremely important question we need to get in. Yeah. And that is to back up who was right in the last episode. Trigger, yeah. how do you pronounce narwhal?
2: We just narwhal a leading question. There you go. Narwhal. Well
1: no but
0: Yeah, it's not no. a Narwhal. it's not a nor Thank you. You know Thank you. It's a Narwhal. <laughs> There's no E at the end of it.
2: There's no letters <laughs> that most furious honey Whale. Whale Whale Whale, Whale. <laughs>
0: well, That's I'm, I'm like country as shit today. So that's the other thing Like I, Being from Kentucky Says I'm about a cowboy Just cause I got a southern accent Doesn't mean I'm a cowboy buddy God well, you English people You guys don't know man.
1: But saying buddy At the end of a
0: sentence
2: does yeah. you right <laughs> Do you know what I mean Alright So I got oh, a question God. for you guys Please ask away What's
0: your favourite American movie
1: Ooh, ooh, great question! Wow. Um, my uh, favorite you know American what? movie. Mine, mine is one. It's actually my fiance's favorite, so I couldn't quite say it's my favorite yet because I watched it for the first time a week ago. All right. But, mm-hmm. but catch me if you can. Oh, that's such
0: a good one, man. Tom phenomenal. Hanks, Leo. Yeah, perfect. That's a great film, man. Like that. I <laughs> just talked just... to somebody about that film the other day.
2: Anything of
1: Tom Hanks? Mm.
0: I'm a Leo fan.
2: Uh, and I was, uh, and I'm just trying to think of my favorite Leo film because there's so many of them. Wolf of Wall Street? I was going to say Wolf of Wall Street, but just as good, and it's a bit of, again, like Catch Me If You Can, it's an older one. Um, I'm going to have to say my favorite of all time, probably Gangs in New York. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That yeah. film is, just, it's got so many, so many people in it. Yeah, um, yeah, but the film itself. But yeah, the newer ones. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street is an absolute unbelievable film. Yeah, but Also, then, um, the other one that he came out called? with, um, Great Gatsby. That's Great Gatsby's good. good.
0: I I could do it. Th- What's the one that he did with um, Quentin Tarantino? Uh, not too oh,
2: long ago. But um, yeah. well, he did Django. Django yeah, yeah, Django. But the one that he did. But the he one was, he's uh, talking about is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah.
0: Dude, that movie is so good. The whole, like, Manson
2: thing. <laughs> any of those films are good. Um, yeah, That's one of my favourite films. That's favorite also Leo very characters. good. Who?
0: Hateful Eight. Hate yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, good yeah. Good film. That's a good one. So good. But gory. I like Leo and Django was, like, my favourite character. Mr. Candyman, that dude was oh. such a good character. But, so
1: flip it. Flip uh, around, though. What's your favourite English film? Um, Green Street Hooligans. <laughs> oh,
3: <Okay>. so <some> good. <laughs> That
1: yes.
0: movie's so good. Not the I, second the Ameri- one, not the I, third one. No, the first. I, I'm
1: going to say that the fact that the leading man is an American.
0: Yeah, is that what? Oh, yeah, well, it but it's about West Ham. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it is so good, man. Like it, it, That's Elijah Wood's best movie in my mind, Like and Charlie Hunnam. Oh, oh,
1: oh. About to upset a lot of Lord of the Rings fans,
0: Man, <laughs> Yeah, Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings was like, oh god, we got to continue to watch this Hobbit go all the way here. We got to finish that movie in like thirty minutes. Now, I love Lord of the Rings and I love all that stuff, but Elijah Wood killed it in
2: Green Street. Who yeah, is. he's he he plays it very plays it very well. Well, I think we've got and a great itinerary for when you come over to the UK. We're going to see a castle. Yeah. We're going to we're going to a football game. We're gonna ta- I'll take you to Green Street. Um, oh really? Um, yeah, we we can I'm go I'm not there. gonna get go like to... a
0: credit card in my mouth or anything, am I? I don't need all no, that. Yeah, you'll yep. be alright. You, I going to get the full experience.
2: The West Ham pub, uh, <laughs> Upton Park. It's not there anymore, but there's a great chicken shop there. I used to go there right. before the game. So um, we've got loads planned. Yeah, but, we gotta um, go to
1: a, a Buckingham Palace.
2: <laughs> Buckingham Palace. That's it. We'll take you to Buckingham
1: what Palace. What, what you have to do though is you deliberately have to have all of the Americanisms. So, like every every thing with the word shearing, you have to call it shire, shire? like Leicestershire and Yorkshire. Oh,
0: that's <laughs> not sh- it's not shire, it's sheer. It's okay. sheer. Yeah.
1: That's why, why in like New like...
0: England, it's all their words are so different, like wooster and all that. Yeah, I get you. Okay. <laughs> there's um,
1: there's one of my uh, favorite moments, um, and it's quite common, I believe. There's a place in the UK called Loughborough. But an American friend of mine was like, where's Lukaburara? <laughs> it's, like, it's spelled like with a U and a G. Yeah. H and a, My it, favorite name spelled- <laughs>
0: in, um, in Britain or England, because you guys do the United Kingdom for the Olympics, yeah. but you do each country in the FIFA World Cup. Yeah, yeah. right.
1: we do great, okay. great Britain for the Olympics. And then yeah. Yeah, and
0: then, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, forgot where I was going with it, but oh, Londonderry, <laughs> Londonderry, I love that. That is such a great
2: name for a city. <gasps> oh, isn't that, um, doesn't that where Peter Griffin goes to play football? Yeah, when he plays when he plays with he plays for the Patriots, <laughs> he gets sent to the Londonderry, um, oh, what yeah. are they called? Oh, I don't I remember what they're off. called, Londonderry.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I've always, that's oh. like a dream of mine is to come to England, man. Like, I've you know, I watch all the movies: Sexy Beast, Gangster Number One. Um, I mean, Mary Poppins is kind of like an English film, if you think about it. Um, well, I'll yeah. take
1: you to the animated world they go to in that film. Really? Honestly, it's, a, it's amazing. You jump through this um, this sidewall painting.
0: Huh? It's like, <laughs> that's, just, dude, that's like a that's a dream awesome. come true right there. Dick Van Dyke oh, is like one of my favorite actors as well. So, but we can we could talk. Well, about I've that. got
1: thick I've got a theory very quickly. I've got a theory about Dick Van Dyke, which is Dick Van Dyke has never played a character that isn't Dick Van Dyke like, everything he's been in like the yeah, character of Dick Van Dyke, you're probably right like the character he plays or himself is phenomenal but like yeah. characterless Pots and chick chick bang bang but it's all the same guy yeah it's just a great guy
0: yeah it's just a different name yeah yeah <laughs> There's been knobs and anyway. Roomsticks isn't that an English <laughs> film too like yeah you know all that stuff well
2: we're all there but <laughs> anyway, why don't, why don't this, we this take it full circle, circle? <laughs> why don't we take it full circle and um, and yeah and see, <laughs> I uh, I can't wait to to get this podcast out. <laughs> it's uh, is, uh, is good. But no, um, I think that really brings us towards the towards the end. If I'm honest, uh, Rob, yeah, um, Trevor, it's it's honestly it's been it's been great getting to know you. Um, thanks, man. And I think we we started up uh, you know we've spoken anyway, but I generally think I have left this podcast with a new my new best mate. So uh, <laughs> that's you, what I'm you've, talking you've about. Been, it's been, uh, it's been I, great. I
1: hope, you, I hope you haven't left your own one in the same show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, the of...
2: well, yeah, that's, that's the problem, isn't it? You know, he's only space for one. This is but, the changeover ceremony.
1: I'll pass you the torch, Trevor League. Exactly. I'll be your best mate from Kentucky,
2: right? That's my guy, yes. Um, yeah. Trevor, why don't you take, take a bit of time just to shout out all your um, social medias, where people can find you, anything you want to plug, plug away.
0: All right, man. Um, You guys can find me at Instagram, social media, stuff like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, all of that stuff. Harbolt Trevor is usually my tag. If not, I'm the only Trevor Harbolt in the entire world, I think. So you can just probably type in my name on Google and find all my stuff. Um, But do want to give out shout-outs to all my sponsors, DGA. Thank you guys so much for everything. Great Lakes disc, use my code 26860, get you a discount. Upper part disc off, use my code Harbold10 to get you a discount. Then I've got FESTY Days, Big Country Beef Jerky. Use my code Harbold10 to get a discount. Um Birdie Bags, stay part, Sister Sue dies. All those guys, man! Thank you so much for all the support you give me. Thanks to Amside Podcast for having me on, man. I think I found myself some new mates over in England, right?
3: Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I
0: do got to come over the pond, right, man? I've got to get over there. But well, we're
2: open arms, open arms when you do come over.
0: Yeah, right. just like I said, I don't want none of that credit card in my mouth thing, and
2: I don't want to guarantee that in London. But um, <laughs> just get your phone in your pocket, and it won't get nicked. Um, Thank you guys for having
0: on. me so much, man. I appreciate it. Nah,
2: we've 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 really enjoyed it. Cheers, Trevor. I mean, Trevor, there
1: one absolute Oh
2: <laughs> I mean, like, man, I think that was that was crazy. That was crazy. We're, about an hour and was crazy. we're now we're an hour and twenty minutes in. Trevor's just left. We spoke about Allfields, England. There was a lot of disc golf in there as well. I I love. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed talking to a pro, although he wasn't at Vegas. Obviously, he explained how he was doesn't have a, a tour car this year. Just getting their opinion on the weekend was really good. I hope we can carry on that moving forward um, because I really enjoyed it.
1: Absolutely. It felt a little less like point shoot with questions. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't like it, a structured,
2: think, um, it was probably the the least structured interview we've ever done. Well put it this way. Me and Rob, usually we, we write down our questions. You know, the first season was very much, you are a disc golfer. Please tell me about how you got into disc golf. Second season, we got a little bit more flowy, and then this year we wanted to. To I think we're professionals now, and I, I really jumped. Yeah, we,
1: we are professionals. Up a notch. but I still had no idea how to address the gambler situation at the beginning. I waffled,
2: so apologies for at the beginning. Uh, my it's favorite like, thing I'm when dumb. Rob when, when sure Rob's got the, a question, uh... <laughs> when Rob's got a question, he he uh, he uses millions of words to to get his point across, and then there's one <laughs> there's one little bit at the end. It's like, oh, that's the question. Um, <laughs> but no, he was. He was great to have on. He was great to have on. I like, I, I I like things good, that long
1: term. I think long term listeners are like, oh, this is a Rob question, but I'm gonna strap. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna go <laughs> make <laughs> a cup of tea, make a coffee. You know, Rob's. I'll get back and Rob will still be asking this question. That no,
2: then that's we'll that's it. I do. I do have time. But a um, couple <laughs> of things we want to mention. We're gonna make a prediction for the memorial. The should be on the pro tour, but isn't. Um, should be should be on the pro tour i very much 100%. enjoy it and i love i love how high it, it rates as well i think Macbeth had an 1100 round last year um, but first of all we had a uh, a really cool drop um this month uh for the uk it dropped last friday um for the first time ever in the uk thanks to uh, our friends over at ace people could get their hands on the wave one of Ledgestone now I've always been a massive fan of Ledgestone, even before being on the team. And I've always begrudged in the UK having to spend 25, 30 quid on shipping. And then when it gets here, there might be some import tax, depending on how much you spend. But for the first time ever, you can get them in your hands. No issues. It's
1: it's awesome. I mean, I was lucky enough to be sent um, the ringer and the wasp from this drop. Yeah. I mean, they're great feeling discs. I don't really have comparisons. I've never thrown the Ringer and wasp before, but just throwing these runs, they feel great. The Crystal Ringer, um, uh, I think, I think is a favourite of a lot of people. I know Yuli did a video about the Crystal Ringer. Yeah, and yeah. Really loving
2: it. Um, well, you two yeah, you had very different experiences.
1: Mine seemed to be flippy, but clearly I'm in the wrong because he's a much better disc golfer than I am. Yeah. So uh, who who knows why I was doing wrong? But it is what it is. But no, as you said. Wave One Drop has just happened in the UK. I believe there's still Wave One
2: Discs available at Ace. Though. There's it's a few of them, including a, a Jawbreaker Raptor. Who would have thought about one of them?
1: I I was almost tempted to buy one, playing, going to the map, it's like wooded course in the UK, just this, filming a video, it's just like, okay, what does this turn into at the end of that
2: one? An Undertaker. An Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> or a but, the, uh, but if
1: you do want to pick them up, use our code AMSIDE5 from Ace, uh, you know, I'll give off, you off. a little bit of money off. If you yep. it off. Uh, if doesn't want that. But all you can go to, our link in our link tree in our Instagram and go directly to Ledstone and also pick up some of the Wave 1 goodies over there. But these things are great. It gets me really excited for the other drops they've got this year. Um, a big thing, I believe, when uh, Teebs was on the show, he mentioned that they're getting sort of real dedicated... Designers, oh, illustrators. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's, not, it's not just an in-house job. They're working with no. different talented individuals to make these stamps look amazing, and they honestly just pop. The photos <sighs> are great. <laughs> the colors are great. The disc color choices and the disc, um, material choices are great. I think people like those because it's a little bit of it's a little bit of a different taste. You know, yeah, it's not stock. It's limited to an extent. So if you want to go grab them, definitely do. Um, and hey, Leggdon't also throw a link. Letstone do stock DJ discs as well, so it's literally a one-stop shop for anything, you
2: get can everything. Ever need. And DJF DJ just, just announced today their Torsos discs, and they look great. Exactly, they're so, amazing.
1: It's a, uh, it's a swell. I don't think it's SP. It's like a, it's, it's like a clear, it's like it's like a a nice swell
2: it's a little it's bit great. like the Ellie Swell I had from uh, Ledgestone it looks a bit like that but I know it's not that yeah, it I, looks a bit like I believe
1: that. it's similar there
2: similar probably. to that but so there you go. Some great
1: moulds yeah, coming out this year for sure definitely go check them out I think your yeah, DJ will release them on all of their socials right? so you can go see them out yeah you can go see what think they I don't they like. know yet what date they're dropping but you can get them nice no. at the memorial yep yeah. um, boom thats that is that so i i don't think i'm a quake you know me i'm a quake boy so oh, any any well, run i'd be
2: interested to throw hypercane the hurricane the pipeline the bands all of those i bagged them all do you know like when Discograph comes out with tour series you have to pick well actually i only bagged this this one i literally bag all of the dga lineup so um hopefully get my my hands on on some of them but rob you spoke about memorial there um, obviously one thing we can predict you are going to get some incredible DJ plastic over there um but second of all our predictions now we are we are having a competition this year on our predictions now um, the fun part of the prediction starts on the uh, the instagram where people can do a poll um, about who's picked they f- they uh, think's gonna do better now we're not going to put on there. Who's the who's. So unless you're a listener, you're not going to know. Um, but then we've got a little point system. I thought it'd be interesting to see how we get on. So if you pick the winner, you get 10 points. If you if they come second, you get eight. Third, you get seven. And all the way down to 10. Anything outside the top 10, nil point. See what I did there? French. Nada, nada. Nothing. Um, so what are the points? this? You sent me the points this week. Now, I chose... Katrina Allen and AB um, and Katrina got the win boom but then AB obviously dropped down uh, didn't do too great so I think I finished on 12 to, points you came 8th yeah AB eighth. came 8th so I think yeah. you're on 12 points 12 points uh, so then Rob respectable. respectable it's, it's not bad you know it's, it's still two two good players and then Rob you picked uh, Missy Gannon and so Karen that's Heimann. 9 and Calvin Heiberg so you got the winner and then second place. So that is 19 points. So you are 1-0 up in the series. 1-0 And up. if
1: you ever nice. missed the last episode, I said, I want to pick uh, Katrina Allen, but I'm going to mix it up just so it's not the same. So Yeah. Well, I think you know, that, that's, that's, that's only start, right. i the season well.
2: I think that's only right. And I've just, I've just got a new rule on the, on the spot because I think you're right. We can't pick the same, the same player. I think that's, that's, no. that, that should happen. So if you win the week before... You have the first. It's like a draft pick. You have the first pick of um, MPO or FPO, and then I have I, to then, I then have to pick my picks. I disagree. I
1: think we should alternate. I know we're doing this on the show, but I think you picked like first last week. So, but because you, if, you have you always, if, if you always get first pick, if, you you'll, you know,
3: you've got... yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Go on in. So who's your uh, who you picking MPO and FPO then? So I get my first pick of one of them, right? Uh, yeah, so I need your MPO pick, your FPO pick, your MP forty, FP forty, your FP fifty, FP fifty, your MP sixty, your MA <laughs> one, uh, your, your, your FA one. Just a few picks, please, mate.
1: We're not going that deep. No, but also, <laughs> I'll, I'll pick FPO. You pick FPO because that's something. Yeah, yeah. We'll FPO, FPO, who you got? So I'm gonna pick MPO first. Just yeah, because I want to. I want to ta- take the position, which I think you're gonna want to go for. Um, I'm gonna take Marweed. You know, what the guy was shooting hot You
3: just said we're going to go
2: FPO first, and you've, ch- you've picked an said, FPO player. Oh my God, it's a shambles. It's an absolute shambles. So you've gone <laughs> you've a, got yeah. Marweed, yeah?
3: I'm
1: going Marweed. Uh, I quickly, I'm going to say, yeah. Gallon is the highest rated player here. I think until this... Uh, Stuff oh, gets yeah. sort of a little bit longer. Along, I think his head isn't going to be some Yeah, something. stuff against the guy, but imagine playing your best goal yeah. for dealing with that stuff. Definitely. So I'm going with His putter was on fire at yeah. So that's good.
2: Well, I'm going to go Barella because both of them have won at, uh, at Vista this year. You know, the Shelly Sharp or um, the other one. So I'll go, uh, go AB. Uh, and then FPO, a bit more difficult.
1: It is... Um it's really difficult. Um, so, obviously, top guy, Own is Natalie Ryan, Jennifer Maria Oliva. It's got to be one of those four. I'm going to go with Own Scoggins, I think. I know she's the highest rated there. Yeah. But you know what? She, We've said it before. You win on the platinum green. Yeah. She's on the top on the bottom green.
2: That's my pick. I'm going to go Jennifer Allen. Nice. I, yeah, I'm mean, gonna go Jennifer.
1: Is Memorial a course?
2: Yeah, you need to be able to throw far. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. But it's two it is, courses, yeah. isn't so, it?
2: It's two courses. Yeah. Your vista, I mean, I mean, and then I mean, you've I mean, got you across the tournament. Well, you need to be able to throw far over water. True. So yeah, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer is oh, an absolute good, crush. Good. Do you know who I really want to win it though? But um, mm-hmm. I won't pick her. But who's that? Well, I do. I, I'd really like. Um, Chantal Bodinski to win it just because she's smashed over the last couple of years she gone from like sort of this timid FPO player to just being out there on everything she was at Worlds last year she made it to USDGC um, for people that don't know that's Miss Frisbee um, she's, a, she's a quality player so but no um, those, two, those two players well we'll see Rob will put out a, uh, a poll on Instagram so make sure you get on get on that um, Rob is one of up in the, in the series hopefully I, I'll bring it back uh, next year um, but you're, I think you're pretty good at picking. I, I, you know, well, I, I was mean, I, I, I was tied second in grip six all weekend until the last day. Out of nine thousand picks, I was second in the world.
1: Yeah, I would go and say that you are normally a better picker than me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I came up. I came up with some good picks this, uh, last weekend. But yeah, it's not yeah. a, this isn't me saying I'm running away the season. I mean, you're a, you're no, a well,
2: You definitely pick. aren't running away of the season. That's that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but, but I the, think it's um, time to to close out, Rob. We absolutely are. it's time to
1: close out are We obviously we've mentioned all the people that have supported us Ace, DJ, Ledgestone, Ben Lassie, Throat Pink always mentioned Throat Pink um, if you haven't heard of Throat Pink we don't know what Throat Pink do or you want to know more about what they're doing for the sport of disc golf definitely go google them check them out doing amazing things and uh, hopefully we can get potentially Sarah on the show this season again you know have a recap get a catch up of those awesome things that they are doing over in the States and around the world but that kind of that, that, that leads it to the next episode Joe, who knows what we are talk about next weekend or next episode who next knows weekend. but the world's our oyster I'm sure there's going to be more drama but Dale until then
2: well make sure you check us out on all of our social medias Facebook Instagram YouTube all at the Amside podcast uh, make sure you check me and Rob out on all of our social medias uh, at Amside underscore Dale and at Amside underscore Rob um, make sure you go going give us a follow, like, subscribe, all of the above. Um, putting out some great content. Uh, in fact, me and Rob are actually seeing each other for the first time in like five months on Saturday. So very excited for that. We've got a tournament. We haven't really spoken about it. We did last episode. I'm very excited. Rob's very excited. Um, it, should be, it should be a good one. But hey, we'll, we'll let you know how we get on next time. But until then uh, ju- but, well just on the off chance this I know I've interrupted on the off chance on side, earth do you think you're doing to my outro well
1: what I'm going to do is I'm saying this is going to come out on Thursday so there's a small chance people will be driving to the tournament listening to this because you know a lot of people have told me in the UK they do yeah, so if you are there yeah. at the Unprofessional Open or Quarry Park we'll see you yeah. there good luck at the tournament
2: hope you smash it so bye well <laughs> I don't even want
3: to do it now Well, until then, if we don't see you on the course, we'll see you on the outside.